I invented yep. a straw, a top of straw the other day. Keep your straw thing to yourself. <clears throat> My family are functioning alcoholics almost across the board. See that chair it used to be gone. If it turned out koalas were good for erections, we'd be dragging them out of the trees. So much frothing. So much frothing. I didn't even get stomped in the dick. That's my junk. Yeah, put it away. What Minecraft? So I got this new girlfriend, Sarah, and she's been making me go to the gym because she said that it makes her feel real good. Says like she's full of endorphins, and I thought I'll give it a crack, but it doesn't seem to work because I've been going by myself, and I only feel good when she's there. And I, I don't really understand it's something about serotonin. Did you say her name was Sarah at the start of that joke? I think so. <laughs> if I didn't, I, then it's fucked. I thought you didn't. Uh, ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Yeah. Serotonin. Serotonin. I get it. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, I think it was funny the first time I heard it. Well, that's how jokes work, though. Because you yeah. know the punchline's coming. I already coming, knew it was it coming. Yeah. So it but doesn't speaking of jokes, uh, welcome to One Off The Wood. This is episode 60 live face to face we haven't been face to face for since one we did maybe in february in margaret river so we are back face to face with microphone in hand live from dan's house in lutana hobart tasmania australia looking out the window over the beautiful mount wellington range and we're going to talk about shit stand-up ideas for two guys that have never done (laughs) stand-up and may never do stand-up we think about it a lot and then we're just going to get stuck into some tangents and, of course, all the classics, the frothing, the tunes at the end. We got the band back together. It's back on. And I'll tell you what, I've got to start off with my frothing. Cause What's got you frothing, man? Is it sunrise or is it full moon? Poor Changa with some good dudes. Is it cold tins or is it fresh tunes? We're just getting jacked up in the green room. I said, hey. What's got you frothing, man? Like, I was genuinely frothing, picking up from the airport and flying over Tassie because like, mountains are so sick. Like, just staring up at mountains, it, 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 like, stirs the cockles. You get excited, like, I reckon. Just seeing it, like, I want to climb that one. I want to climb that one. I want to see what's over there. Like, and flying in, because you come over the west coast of Tassie. It's just like Coming big, from Perth. Yeah, like, yeah. big lakes and, like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's sick. And... Fucking Perth's just like trash. I was at a um, Christmas party in Subiaco on top of this hotel and you look north and it's just like dead flat and then you look to the east and there's like this big green line and it's the hills that go up about 200 metres high and that's it. Yeah. It's shit for hills. So, yeah, man, Hobart is sick. It's, it's proper got me frothing. What did you say? Every house has a view. Every house. Yeah, if you end up in a house in Hobart or the suburbs without a view, you've, you've really fucked up because... Even like the cheapest house in the shitter suburb has a view of either the mountain or the river or some nice bush or some scenery. Yeah, it makes it easier to orientate as well because driving here, like I'd, I haven't been to Dan's house in 10 years at least. Yeah. And I knew exactly where we're going because on the left is the river, there's hills to the right, there's hills on the other side, you know it's up there kind of area. And like you can't really, you don't get lost in the suburbs of the streets because it's, you're on a 45 degree yeah, angle if you're lost much. you head downhill and you'll find the river eventually yeah, and, and re- then just hit a ride on a boat yeah yeah restart recalibrate and go the one, so hobart should really be doing like ferries like sydney do like you got one now that runs to mona but for a town with a river that connects everything and shit public transport 
I don't know why no one's thought of that. They should do like the pickup pick up ferry at the end of the night. So everyone that's lost and can't get home, there's like drop off points along the river. So you yeah. like walk down, you just wait at the jetty. Just with your hand it, up. Yeah, just, it ta- yeah, and it takes everyone to where they need to go to their jetty to then walk up their hill to their house. Yeah, it's just all these people it's that just have like, wandered downhill. Like when people like um unfit people think they can do a marathon and they get picked up by the like the bus at the end, the bus coming the wagon. Through. Yeah, the, the they're like, I'm gonna do an ultra marathon. It's like, yeah, but you've got to do it in under 12 hours. So uh, get in the bus. What about like pack rafts? So if you go out in Hobart, you bring a pack raft and just have it on your back all night, and then the night's over. <laughs> what? You, you sleep on it? Or well, you, you could sleep on it, or you just jump in the river and and just paddle back home. Yeah, remember um your mate Jess? What was her last name? Britain. That one. She uh. I remember many years ago, she sent me a photo from the bank because her and her mate, she must have been just 18 and her and her mate had gone out in town and they had this thing where they slept in the bank because they had like a a sliding door that would open to where the ATMs were and it was carpeted and then the bank was closed. So, they used to sleep in there for the night. You know, but that's loose because (laughs) it's not that far back to your house, you know, by river. Yeah, but but no Uber, no Uber back in the day. But they're essentially homeless. But I guess if you're a homeless person and smelly, they're not going to stand for that nah. that little airlock area. Yeah. But, um, rare. Very rare. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you get away with that sort of stuff these days. Well, that's good froth. That's what Hobart's about. Hobart, you're frothing on Hobart. Life. Small town life. I'm yeah, like, small I'm town, gonna... big mountain. Yeah. Big river. I might buy some land here. You should. Let's go shopping tomorrow. We'll go and yeah, look at some... I think Lutana's ready for a gentrification. Yeah, let's gentrify the fuck out of this let's, place. Absolutely. We'll weather, buy three each. Just we're gonna, Or we'll start a rendering business and we'll just render weatherboard. Yes. Can you render weatherboard? We'll, we'll start a business that does that. Fucking oath. Because it just... You know, that little tinge... It'll, just it adds just value. Add, yeah, fuck the character houses. Like, people want to look <laughs> like they've got money. <laughs> Nothing like, says render. poverty like weatherboard. But we come around and say... Poverty no more. We would just slap some concrete on the side of your house. And, and LEDs. Yeah. LEDs, like I reckon. You know, so like we'll LEDs. light your entrance with LEDs and render. Is that what gentrification is? It's just re- rendering? Basically. Have you been to Two Rocks? <laughs> I have been to Two Rocks, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's that, that sort of area. A few new houses. The difference. Re- render the old yeah. ones. <laughs> Gentrified. Old ones. <laughs> Gentrified. Done. That'll be our ad. Just render it. Sender it. Yeah, I don't know. It needs work. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you're not in advertising. No, that's all right. Anyway, I'm frothing on Hobart. What's got you frothing? So, my froth is uh, when since we last potted, I've packed up my house in Sydney, moved everything, sold a bunch of shit, moved everything into storage. Nightmare. But um, And then just packed into the car with quite a little shit and drove down here. And so, I'm of no fixed address. I don't have an address. I'm not paying rent anywhere and we just drove like down to Melbourne, did a few stops on the way, hung out in Melbourne for a couple of weeks in an Airbnb, got the boat down to Tassie, bumming off the parents for summer. They're pretty pretty cool. They'd be stoked on that. They'd be loving it. They're loving it. Yeah. They're easy to get along with. Um, yeah, and people have asked for an address. They want to send like gifts for the wedding and stuff. It's like, don't Gif- have an address. Gifts. Yeah. Like little yeah, emojis. Gifts. I was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> send it to me on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, we got you a gift. <laughs> but what no, you know, fixed address. And I don't know. Maybe it's the future. Maybe we don't. You know, rent is expensive. I um, when I was traveling around Australia, I sent my girlfriend Loz a um, a letter. 
in the mail, you know, old school style. Romantic. I, yeah, romantic. And I signed it off with NFA, like no fixed address. And I was like frothing on that. So like, this is sick. Yeah. Like, yeah, I could be anywhere. And she thought it said stood for not far away. And she was like, oh, so cute. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm never coming no home. No fixed eh? address and I'm not coming home. <laughs> yeah. Also, NFB, no fat chicks. No. <laughs> 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 no, I was out. <laughs> yeah, that's no, a good way to be. Um, but at the same time, like being in Hobart and seeing that everyone has sick views, does you know maybe maybe we buy houses here, gentrify and just set yeah. up base. But then for the rest of the year, you can just be no fixed address, traveling podcast, you gotta, surfing. You got to be super rich in Sydney to have a view, or be dead at that cemetery. But even then, you got to be rich pre-dying because mm. it'd probably be expensive for a plot. If I was homeless, like the ATM airlock's a good idea, but in Sydney, mm. you sleep in the cemetery every day of the week because yeah. the views are amazing. Um, set a swag up. Set a swag in between a couple of um, big, like high tombs. No one's ever going <laughs> to find you. <laughs> There's crypts. <laughs> there is. There's like family crypts because I run through, well, I used to when I had a house. Yeah. I'd run through the cemetery and there's big family crypts and it's just full of dead bodies. <laughs> Yeah, new land. <laughs> so anyway, episode 60, that was the froth. And we you would have heard the Hort Bogan's frothing song, which we haven't played the last few episodes, but it's a fucking masterpiece of music. So so we have to make sure we bring it back and, and we never forget it. The start of that, uh, that serotonin joke was from a list on my phone of shit stand-up bits that of stand-up ideas yeah stand-up ideas because i write them down and it turns out you write them down as well but neither of us have ever done stand-up and we're probably not going to i write down bits for one off the wood and for stand-up bits and like the one off the wood stuff i must like it's been you know it's been a long time since we potted because it's all in shorthand and i don't know what they are like they're just random drunken ramblings essentially yeah like do seagulls think we all look alike yeah and, you know, where do you go with that? Well, do seagulls see is probably the yeah. first question. They've got those red eyes. <laughs> well, the babies have got, like, brown eyes. It's freaky. And, like, That's we were, true. I was eating a, a pie at the pie shop post-surf the other day, and these seagulls were, like, one of them was real nasty. And I'm, like, looking at them. I was, like, I can't tell the difference between these seagulls. And I'm, like, are they looking at me and slats with our pies going, I can't tell the difference, but one of these people's going to feed us. Yeah. Yep, but they they can they can tell that you've got the chippies. Well, I was throwing leaves at them because I didn't have a chip. I was throwing a leaf, and they'd yeah, okay. go for the leaf, thinking it was a chip. And I'm like, you can't tell that that leaf is not a chip. But how can you tell the other seagulls apart? Yeah, well, how can they tell a chip from a leaf? They must have really good taste buds. Well, they had to. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's not it's not even a it's just a thing. It's just a note on my phone. Yep. So was that for the podcast or was that for stand up? That was a podcast one. Yep. Um, probably, probably let's not do that on the podcast. No, nah, okay. But um, <laughs> nipples are the new cleavage. This is just something I've noticed. Uh, that you know, back in our day, it was it was cleavage. You know, if you wanted to be, you know, attract the boys, you get the, the you have the low top. The and that the thing is that that excludes you know some smaller boobed women. Yep, which you know I've been attracted to probably more so than uh, the larger boobed women in the past. Yeah. So you're an ass man. I'm an ass guy. Yeah. And they, uh, you know, so they, they they're they're out. But I think this new phase of nipples is the new cleavage, and everybody's included. Everybody's welcome to the party. So if you want to be a bit like you know sexual and like you know put the put the feels out there, no bra, nips out. 
we're, so, we're so you, see through top. Because the cleavage is showing a bit of cleavage. Are we showing a bit of nipple or is the nipple just protruding through the, the yeah, shirt? Yeah, you wear a thin shirt, either oh, see-through, yeah. no bra, basically no bra. And then you choose if you want to wear thick, cover it up, or you want to you yep. know, poke them out. Yeah, I'm all for that. Nipples and you know what? Cleavage. It's it's not just for women. Mm. Right? It can be for men. Like if you want to wear a, a, a thin top and maybe work the nipples up a bit as a yep. man, yep. that probably attracts the ladies, I'd say. You know Lady. who's got good man nipples? No. Waddy. Waddy has... He's, they're always on. He's always on. He's that kind of guy. Should we plug his business so people can go and have a look at his nipples? Yeah. Stomp, uh, Stomp Coffee. Uh, Mount Lawley, um, area Lawley? Near, near North the, Perth, near the Rosemount Hotel. Yeah, North Perth. Great Mount coffee, Lawley. good toasted sandwiches, and amazing erect nipples. nipples. <laughs> you could hang your keys on them. I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah, you can cut glass with those things. <laughs> yeah. Have, have you got some shit notes while I look up well, some look, more? And more? So here's one a bit that I tried to work out. And look, and as I said, I've never done it. But when and this is when I was traveling around a bit. Car in car rental places. Yeah. The printers they've got. And all of them have it are like full 1980s dot matrix with the pokey roller bit holes and, the, and, the roller. and the never ending fucking <laughs> and the never ending paper. It's like, when did they get these? Like, they, they've obviously got them in like 1989 and just said, no, we're not gonna, <laughs> not gonna upgrade them. Where, who's still printing that paper? You can't buy that at Officeworks. Well, no, only car rental places. It is genuinely only car rental places, isn't it? A hundred percent. I don't. I don't have answers for you. The notes. The notes go on. It's like, are they? Are there training videos on VHS? I'm surprised they don't run their cars on leaded petrol. And then the ironic thing is that their petrol prices are about a hundred years in the future, in some sort of post oil <laughs> war of the world. It's like eight dollars a liter. Why is it eight dollars a liter? Well, because fucking Tom has to take the car and drive it down to the petrol station, so that's why it's eight dollars a liter. It's like, well, maybe Tom can do that. Why we're printing out the fucking receipt because it takes about two hours. Tom's got to drive real fast to get back to the back to the yeah. past Press to collect print. to buy some paper to feed the printer. <laughs> I just pop down and refill it. Sorry, mate, I forgot to fill it up. I got my plane coming. Eight dollars yeah. a liter. Fine. What um, it's bizarre. It's a bizarre business. Yeah, it it is bizarre. I I don't know. I don't. Yeah, but fucking no. Hey, everyone's going to start traveling this Christmas. If you rent a car, have a look at the printer, and I guarantee you, it's a nineteen eighty nine dot matrix. I saw a guy in Leaderville the other night, who I was convinced is a time traveler, because he was easily late forties. He had a mullet. He's wearing a hoodie and he had like long um, short denim shorts on a skateboard. And he was like, had this real swagger kind of walk about him. Like he was, he was rolling around. He's like, yeah, man. Like he gave me the yeah, man. It's 10 o'clock at night. He's got a skateboard. He's like come into the skate park, done a big like kind of skid and done the big like the big kick where you slam your foot slam on the ground up. and catch yep. the board real dramatically. And yep. he was obviously on uh, some sort of drugs, but he- I was going to say. But he, but he's like giving us the book, hey man, yeah. And, and and we passed him again. And I was like, this guy, I think he's from the future. And he's he was obviously born in say like the, the um, 2010 sort of era. So he's like 10 years old. He's gone to the future. He's realized that 2050 is fucking horrible. And he's right. like, I'm going back to the good times. And this guy thinks that the pandemic years were the best. No one was working. The doll was free. I was like, skateboarding was sick. 
It's like the pandemic years were the best years the he's had years. up until there, till he turned 40 in 2050. And then he's just gone back. I'm going back to those. He learned to skateboard. The YMCA skate park was, was quiet at night. Yep. Because it, it is. There's no one down there. And he's thinking that is the best year. So he's come back because that the only way to explain that he that happens is that he didn't experience like our golden years, which were probably when we were like 20. Right? Yeah. Like good years of ski seasons. Yep. Good Sk- times. Skating. He didn't skate. I don't remember walking into the skate park going, yeah, no. man. But-, <laughs> yeah. but no, but but you'd have to go back as a 50-year-old to that yeah. thing. So-, so then when you time travel back to that, yeah. you stay as old as you are. You don't go... Yeah. Yeah. So un- uncrowded surf times, you know, like the back of the day. That's his his peak is the pandemic years. Yep. No jobs, man. That's him. Yeah. Just skate all day. Time collect traveler. that fucking sweet ScoMo check. Yeah. The borders are shut in WA, so no immigrants. Fucking oath. Like, he's loving it. He knows. He's seen the future and he's back. Okay. He's back. And he's a real person. Did you uh, converse with this man? I didn't engage. I didn't engage. I gave him <laughs> a nod. so. He would have stabbed you. I gave him a nod. I might have even thrown him a little hand sign or something, like a little shucker. <laughs> but, but he was loving it. He was having a sick time. Everyone had a mullet. All right. I've, I've got a preface for you. Go. Uh, this one's just a preface. Don't preface the and, preface. Just drop the preface. Mattress protectors, where does it end? <laughs> well, they're washable. You're saying you should get so, two. That's, well, that, that's what the sheets well, are. Well, the sheets are washable. Yeah. Okay. So then yeah. we go mattress protector uh-huh. to protect. So where does it end? Well, you obviously, you haven't taken the plastic off your mattress, have you? You've got to keep that on. I've never had a new just mattress in, in my life. <laughs> just in case you wee the bed. But do you know like pillow, p- pillowcase protectors? Yeah, so I So are we them. saying that the protector and the sheet is the right amount of protection? I think, I think the... I, okay, I, I use a mattress protector, but I don't use pillow protectors. But then pillows are disposable. The mattress, I think you're invested a bit more. You're yeah. in for, for a bit more. So that's worth putting a little token layer down there you know okay. for the odd stain that happens but that i bought new pillows and they they're so yellow now like mm. you must sweat a lot out of your head at night <laughs> yeah, big big head sweater yeah big, big head sweater big head sweater. but then the other thing is why not just make the the sheets better like maybe some sort of plastic inside them but <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure one of my sister's kids had that he was a, a late bedwetter it crinkles it crinkles though yeah you go it bed, takes away crinkles so yeah i had that for Actually, a couple of years when fuck, i was quite young being in hobart reminds me many years ago we were here down to salamanca markets and there was some hippie lady and she was selling the the cups for the menstrual cup you oh, know, yeah the, the menstrual so it's like a latex cup that you yep, put in and catches it catches all the, the juices juices you just wash it out in the public bathroom you sink wash it out or and you- then put it back in again or, or shot it shoot it keep it in a jar scoby make a new kombucha something like that ah the old menstruation kombucha <laughs> the men's butch yeah and uh, the men's butch the bush is the, butch the men's the bush butch bu- men's bush <laughs> you'd drink it <laughs> it'll be big in sydney before it's big in perth but but the same place and it was an old old duck too and she was selling these pads it was like a um saying exactly what you're saying like a bed a sheet protector mm. so it was basically a wet patch protector and it had you know it was kind of thick with a bit of bit of plastic sort of stuff through it non-porous so you could that would be the wet patch and then you just t- get the wet patch throw that away and then you can sleep on a dry bed okay yep well we bought we bought them for the dog you buy them for the dog they've got a plastic yeah. bottom and they're very yep. absorbent yeah 
And um, actually, I went to the, an NBL game. And you know when the in guys Tassie, in, in Tassie, Tassie, new new team, the the Jack Jumpers, the what? The, the Jack Jumpers, which what, is what? A, a bull ant endemic to Tasmania. Right. <laughs> what color are they? I've not seen this. Uh, I think they're purple. Okay. Oh, yeah. the, the the ant or the basketball? No, the team? basketball team, like the Hurricanes. Hobart Hurricanes are purple. Yeah. So maybe the Jack Jumpers are green. Yeah. Hurricanes are purple. Jack okay. Jumpers are green. Yep. I went to the game and back in the day when guys fall over they sweat on the court so you'd always have kids with the with the mops yep but there's no mops the guys are on hands and knees they're not kids they're adults hands and knees with these towels they've lost the mop the mop's gone but they've got these towels and I said to my brother-in-law's there with I was like what's someone should give these poor motherfuckers a a mop because they're and they're like he's like no these are special towels they're $260 a towel and they're super absorbent for sweat yeah, so put the towel on the end of a fucking broom. And oh, use yeah. It like I don't see why you can't have, have a broom. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can't attach. A but bit that's of the material to, to make your sheets out of. Oh, good. Your brother, he's into big towel fan? I don't know how he knew that. I think his, my, his son, my nephew, has, has done the, the sweat mop job because ah, he's riding good. the basketball. That's yeah. the equivalent. But now he's out of a job. Right. That, the, that's the equivalent Somewhat. in Melbourne of the. We all used to be ball boys at the. Um, at the Australian Open. Did you do that? I didn't do it. I just got the free tickets from the people that did yeah, do it. Yeah, but it's like a ball boy job. Yeah. yeah, same sort of thing. Yeah. You sit courtside. It's a pretty sweet, really. Yeah, grouse gig. Um, I've, got, I've got another, another Go. one. This another. Is a- so, just in case you've just tuned in, we're doing shit stand-up ideas. <laughs> it's, it's like radio. Like <laughs> people are just like, people, uh, this usually yeah, takes 20 minutes but, to get going. I'll yeah. fucking skip forward. Well, I think the last podcast, some of the feedback was it took about half an hour to get going, which is, you know, Normal, that's fine. Sometimes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This one, I think I think we've hit the ground running. But if you have skipped forward, welcome. Go welcome. back. Yeah. Started, <laughs> Go back. You really again. missed out. Um, so, skit. It's just got a... Um, it says skit at the start, so it was an idea for a skit. A skit, yeah, like a right. So it's like someone. Uh, it's like 1930s, you know, the music, real tinny audio, and it's like someone skipping down the street, and they're like, "How much is that doggy in the window?" And then it zooms out, and it's Amsterdam red light district, and there's like some girl getting plowed doggy style in, in the, the window. window, and it's like that's the skit. It's just an idea for a skit. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. It's funny. Uh, it's funny. I don't mind it. Yeah, look, I don't mind it. It'd be a tough one to animate, or but no, yeah. I, I think it'd be good. How much is that doggy in the window? Yeah, then, yeah, no. the, the the song because everyone knows the song. You know, the- everyone knows the song. Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here, here's a preface for you. This is off the back of a Norm Macdonald joke. Who's, uh, who's that? Norm Macdonald is an American comedian. He died recently. He's probably he'd be. He's probably my favorite comedian at the moment. I'm okay. doing on YouTube binges on this guy. Okay. But he does this podcast where he makes the guests read out jokes that he's written down. Some of them are terrible. Well, some of them, so he's written the jokes and he, they read him, out. He's written jokes and you just hand it to him and they have to read it. And sometimes it's horribly racist. Okay. And, I've got a good one. And deadpan. And it's like the joke is something along the lines of a recent, <laughs> a recent survey of airlines found that Qantas was number one in customer satisfaction for 2021. You know what was uh, last for customer satisfaction? Uh, sorry, in, not in 2021, in 2001. And he goes, you know what was last for customer satisfaction in 2001? 9-11 airlines. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense because it's not. <laughs> but it, 
That's the joke. And then... All right, yeah. No, so that's good, Norm's good. joke. Yeah. But it got me thinking in Tassie, one of the biggest bottle shops is uh, 9-11 bottle shops. And, uh, you know, something in there around drunk pilots and the fact that post 9-11, 9-11 bottle shops just stayed strong with the name. They didn't rebrand. No. Just kept just, solid. Yeah, kept solid and, you know, mad respect to 9-11 yeah. <laughs> bottle shops. Yeah, just right next to Bryant's burger joint. And there's a joke in there, something to do with drunk pilots. <laughs> well, I think you could twist the 9-11 and then turn it into, you know, a, a, a Martin Bryant kind of burger joint sort of scenario. It's a very touchy subject down here. You've got to be careful amongst... Uh, yeah, you've, you've offended me just yeah, by mentioning yeah, it. Yeah, fuck. All right, I'll move on. I'll offend you in a different way. Yeah, please. Um, <laughs> oh, here's here's a, a race-based joke for oh, you. Oh, excellent. <laughs> excellent. Always the best. Um have you heard about the uh, Japanese origami master who was playing poker in Vegas? Yes, I have. Yeah, he didn't win a hand. He kept folding. <laughs> so that was that's an that's actually that's, that's, that's a joke. Funny. That's a joke yeah. that I've written. Yeah, you're supposed to laugh. <laughs> yeah, no. So, sorry, you were telling me that that's funny. Well, that was a joke. It's just something. No, I get it's written. a joke. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. an origami master. But I don't think you can tell. Like, you know, if someone doesn't laugh at the joke, no, okay, you, you said that's yeah. funny. All right, do, do you want me to go again? Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I don't know. If I don't think I listened properly to that joke. Okay, well, I mean, I couldn't. I spoke slowly. I, I don't know if no, I could have delivered I it better. I didn't. That was an actual joke, as opposed to just the preface of an uh, idea. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe true. warn me if it's an actual joke, and I'll pay more attention. <laughs> All right. Um, while, while you're looking, this is more of a statement than anything else. Go on, then. Coconut oil is the Bondi thermometer. You need to elaborate. Well, because you keep your coconut oil out in Bondi. Yep. I do. Yep. Oh, and yes. And when oh, it's hard, it's cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when it's turned into thing, it's warm. And it goes on just... your skin and you go out and sunbake because it's yeah. hot enough to go outside. Yeah. 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 I had a jar of... Oh, yeah, I had a big jar of coconut oil and uh, in the cupboard. And I understand because it takes... You know, a couple of days for it to warm up. Yeah. And then it, it's... But you can look at it and say, well, I wear shorts today because the coconut oil is liquefied. Fuck, that is good. Yeah. yeah. It's actually a, a, a tip more than a joke. Like a life What's hack. What's the melting point of coconut oil? 27. I reckon higher. Do you reckon? No, I reckon lower. I reckon once you get in the well, high 20s outside... said 27, so... Yeah. <laughs> Pick a number. <laughs> well, I think I'll take 27 I then. sort of bet, think it's like that mid No, alright all right. Should we'll, we ask Yeah, ask, ask Bongo ask Or who do you text these days? Um, I think Bongo Hey Siri I don't have Siri on my phone So I don't know why I said that <laughs> How do you not have Siri on your phone? I turned her off Because sometimes she just interrupts Coconut yeah. oil What do we want to know? Like Melting point Melting? Yeah Melting point Alright, coconut oil melting point 78 degrees Fahrenheit. That doesn't help us, does Fuck. it? Fuck. <laughs> 78 Fahrenheit to Celsius, 25.6. Ooh, lower. You're right. But that's about when you should be putting shorts on, definitely. I think so. Especially in the morning if it's 25, yeah. if it stayed melted. So this isn't jokes. This is science. Yeah. Hey, speaking of science, do all planets have magnetic poles? Just Earth. 
I actually watched a video on this. You can get different types of magnetic fields and they don't all necessarily have to have poles. Surely. Where are the, they going then? What's the field? It's like a like a the Death Star. It's got a... Just an orb. Just an orb around Is it. magnets... Are magnets real, do you think? I think magnets are real. It's fucking... That is the dark sciences. Though. Like, you, you, if I can't see it, it's not real. <laughs> Neutrons, protons, not real. Quarks, and, and uh, they're definitely not real. Yeah, but compasses are real. Yeah, and that's the dark arts. Like, that's... No wonder they're witches. It's crazy. Like... Yeah. Um, I think... I don't know. Okay. But, uh, no. The answer is no. Sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was after. No. Okay. No. Just us. We're special. Yeah. We, was that a joke? No, that was fucking science. That was science. <laughs> you, you <could> drop <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I write things in my phone that aren't jokes, just science Well, here, here's just something to ponder on. Yep. The whole COVID vaccine debate, which, you know, hotly debated. Yep. I figured out it's the same as when you go on a holiday with too many people. Like, if you're yep. going to... Holidays are ideal, uh, depending on the type of people you got, but no more than three or four, really. Just the surf trip, yeah. Maximum five is too many in a car. Yeah, he's always saying, "I don't want to do that." It's like, "Oh, I think we should all get up early and go mm. here and surf here, yep. and then in the afternoon we we'll do that." And you know, three or four people are like, "Yeah, sounds sweet. Let's do that." Five or six, someone's like, "Oh, can we have a little sleep in tomorrow? I don't really want to get up early and do that." And it's like, maybe I'll do my own thing, yep. and just cause a rift, and then add more people to that, and you just never can do anything. Nothing yep. can happen, and then. That's what the whole COVID thing is. It's just everybody trying to decide where to go on one day of your holiday. So you're saying communism would be better. One person making all the decisions and we just go with that, the grand leader. Yeah, some sort of like North Korea setup. We <laughs> just choose no someone who knows best. And you run with it. There's yeah. no, you know what you're doing with your day. You're trying to find crickets in the hills to eat. Yeah. And avoid okay. the train station. We need to Don't collect rats for, for sustenance. Rats. What are we doing tomorrow? We're going to get up early. <laughs> we'll uh, and we're going to collect rats. Yeah. Because we, <laughs> we need protein for the people. Yeah. And then we're going to hit the fields because we need to plough the fields. Yeah, exactly. No, no, I think that's better. But yeah, I have I have like... I don't want to plough the fields. <laughs> you do though, because it's better than being dead. Okay. But I think, oh yeah, I have, I have things, memories of being going surfing with five guys because it was like, all right, I'll drive because... You know, I don't have much money and we'll split when fuel was a dollar a litre. We'll split the 20 litres by by five. So it'll be five bucks each, four dollars each. We'll get a pie and a pasty. It'll be fine. And you go surfing and you just couldn't make decisions about where... Because no, we weren't all the same, you know, skill level of surfing. It was just fucked. And you just... That's where Surf Check Charlie was born. Surf Check Charlie loves five people in the car. But the grand leader is the owner of the car who's driving. And that's where you need to sort of step up and say, well, fuck you guys. Yep. We're going here because that's where I want to surf. I think that, that rings true in WA because not everyone has a four-wheel drive. If you have yep. a four-wheel drive, you're making the decisions. That's yep. how you roll. Our I'm grand in that situation. and glorious leader. Well, at the moment, I don't have a car. So I am, I've got Kev's saloon. Because oh, uh, you sold the car, but you haven't got the new one yet. Nah, it's fucking ages away. Seemed like a good idea at the time. I've got this wicked scam. <laughs> I'll sell my car because no one can get cars at the moment. Yeah, yeah So I get more. It <laughs> like, oh, turns out I can't get a car. It's working out okay at the moment. Cars, cars are for dickheads. Like 
what you get what's a horse cost horses are quite good off road yeah and like not a yeah. race horse donkey just, i think you want just pack, like a pack donkey. like a mule or something mule would be good yeah, yeah. Won't try and root the other horses and run off. Oh, oh, key. One of those like Nepalese yaks. You can load a them yak. up with all sorts of shit and just go wherever you want. That would be handy down south. If you could put some sort of shade sail on the top of your yak, yeah. like a bimini, like from a boat, then I think yak, <laughs> yak um, rentals would be good down south. Because a lot of people like, you want to be comfortable in your aircon, drive down south with all your stuff, but you want to go down the four-wheel drive tracks. If yeah. you could get to Dunsborough and rent a yak with like... Uh, a bimini and like a couple of saddle packs and you can all go down bears track and check out bears yep. or you can get into guillotines and gallows you could go anywhere with those yaks too absolutely like, they anyway. go up some pretty gnarly terrain yeah in Nepal. for sure the only thing is they're like in Nepal the yaks are like dreadlocked because of the amount of uh, fur they've got so no, you'd we'll, have to shave them we'll give them mullets because they'll be in Perth yes mulleted so, yaks yeah, you want to have the hair on top for comfort seated yep. but shave the sides um Definitely show the Can sides, you imagine cool them down. you're trying to four-wheel drive into your surf spot and you get yeah. stuck behind a yak train? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the future. It's the future. What was that? Rental yaks in Dunsborough. Rental yaks. Write that down. That's, a, that that's down. my new business idea. Have you, have you found the one you're looking for? I wasn't looking. Oh, that's the whole thing. Cause <laughs> I've, got, I've got two more COVID Go. ones while we're on. Yeah, far so, away. In lockdown in Melbourne, you're allowed to go out to exercise. But if you're not exercising, the police will arrest you. Uh, arrest you. But if the police come to ask you what you're doing and you run away from them, yep, you're exercising. Therefore, not getting arrested. That's that's not funny. Nor uh, that's just it's a just tip. another life <laughs> just hack. Information. <laughs> and this pure information. That's yeah. probably for the people in Perth because you guys will probably have a lockdown at We're some getting, point. We're getting, it's coming. Yeah, yeah, because like your premier's an f- idiot. Nah, I like him. Nah. I'm uh, on board. Yeah, do you know, yeah, just separate thing. Okay. I, t- I like to tell everyone okay. that their premier's an idiot in their state. I've told okay. people in yeah. Melbourne that Daniel Andrews is a fuckwit. Do they back him up? They say, nah, he's done a good job. Okay. They, right, right. Tassie will say, Peter Gutman's a dickhead. I hate him. It's like, oh no, I think he's pretty. He's done a pretty good job. And like, yeah, New South Gladys. People like say that she's Gladys fucked the whole thing. Horrible like, job. No, we we really like Gladys. She's like, done a horrible. job. But, she's but not do in you it. hear yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's people, a pattern across yeah. Australia. Everyone thinks their state premier's done a pretty good job. I think it's done a fucking pretty good job. Yeah. Think they looked after us. Just shut borders. There's no work. Yeah, but no one else all out of a job. Borders. No, no, no. Like, is that, Stockholm syndrome is where Stockholm you get Stockholm syndrome yeah, in every state. Nah, I the, like it. He gives me a little slap. He took some of my pay ticket. Yeah, I'm into him. Because <laughs> let's be real, the premier or any politician. You have to be one one of the great fuckheads of the world to even want to do that job. Yeah. So to think that, oh no, he's done a pretty good job. I think he's got my he's got my best interests at heart. You know, <laughs> oh look, my business is closed down, but yes, like, <laughs> but I think he's you know he's two fifty a week. These people need to pivot into yeah. yak. yak two fifty a week to sit at home wanking. It's yeah, I think he's done. Peter, he's done a pretty good job. <laughs> Oh, but, but no one else has actually done a pretty good job. We're the only state that's left what, without COVID. But that's what everyone I tells know, me. I know. I, I don't have the answer to it. I genuinely, maybe the Stockholm's real got <laughs> The Stockholm me. is but real. It, but fuck everyone else. Like, apart from the mountains that we don't have in WA, we've got everything else. We're, we're good. We're golden. We've all got COVID I wore now. a mask You're- on the plane. I got a headache because I've breathed in my own fucking carbon dioxide. And I was like, this is bullshit. I'm not trained for this. I'm not trained to wear a mask to come to here. No, I'm, not, I'm not built for it. That's the only downside. Is that 
I'm not mask fit. But the thing is, it's all pointless. Like, the, there's not to get into this, but like, yeah, he's done a good job. He's got your best interests at heart. He's kept it out. But it's 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 coming February fifth, <laughs> yeah, and it's going to rip through. And it could have ripped through today. What's the difference between now and Feb fifth? An arbitrary number of vaccinations. It's a complete waste of time. Uh, yeah, I look. I don't. I. Christmas, yeah. we keep it all in and house. Fuck it, politicians, just on a separate level. Is it? Is it? Well, Julie Bishop, I would. Except for Julie, yeah. no, well, I would no, fuck yeah, her. Yeah, She's yeah. probably the only one. Do what, what do you think? Like, do you think Gladys is the next Julie? Like, which is just not on the Burra same jigglyin. caliber. Berjiglian, <laughs> jiggly jigglyin. <laughs> no, there's another in town, isn't there? Who's um? There's there's another uh, Julie JB too. In Perth. Uh, what's her name? Didn't I send you the... Yeah, you did. Yeah. What's her name? Fuck. I should know her. She's from I've the been, country. Yeah, I've been trying not to pay attention. Yep. Anyway, look her up. Haven't seen JB in a while. I might hang around Broom Street, cot a little bit more and see what she's up to. So, final COVID thing. <laughs> so, I've yep. got my own COVID conspiracy. So, everyone thinks it's the, um, the, that it's the vaccine that they, they were trying to get into us, right? That's the conspiracy. Yep. Inject yep. us and... I don't know. 5G or something. Yeah, control the population with the vaccines. But it's not the vaccines. It's the tests. Because what did they used to do back in the day to control a person? They'd give them a lobotomy. How do you get a lobotomy? Hook up the nose deep into the frontal lobe, pull the brain out. Yes. What are the tests doing? Up the nose, deep up the nose. We don't know what they're doing up there, jiggling around with the stick. They're giving us all lobotomies so that we do as we're told. That's the conspiracy. Looks like a cotton bud. We all familiar with the cotton bud? Nah. Boom. It's like in a, there. It's, it's a like an le- electronic lobotomy. They're yeah. not like hooking the brain out nah, like the other nah, nah. They're just They're little... Just leave a little Wi-Fi up there. Leave a little... Exactly. They, they could be implanting and we're all signing up for heaps. We we're all getting want tests. tested. Right now, people are fucking lining up 20 kilometers down the road in Sydney to get a fucking lobotomy. lobotomy. <laughs> what, what, you did a home test recently. I haven't... My partner has did one. I I actually oh, you didn't do it. <laughs> no. Nah. Oh, you just figured if she's positive, yeah, you're positive. Exactly. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. I've had so I went through the whole pandemic without a test. I got a test really? to come down to Tassie from Melbourne. So and, that's one. You got one. Yeah, but up until that point, so yeah, year okay. and a half, no tests. Yeah. Because I hadn't been sick. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, getting tested. I think they're trying to give me a lobotomy <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but one. anyway, so I I went through the drive-through and yeah. I was shitting myself. Really? Yeah, because I was like, I really have a phobia of. Things in my ears or things up my nose. I don't think that's like irregular. Like yeah. So I was I was shitting myself, but the guy was a professional, and I was like, oh, it wasn't actually bad at all. And I thanked him. I was like, mate, you're a professional. And he's like, oh. He goes, no, I'm not a professional. He's like, he's I'm a student doctor. I was like, oh, oh, throw that in there, mate. But, uh, so I had uh, I've had three three tests. One in Victoria because I had to get one when I landed on. Um, in when I came over, so like land, get your test straight away. And the one in Torquay, it was a proper lobotomy. She went super deep, like proper deep, and it hurt. I was watering from the eyes. She's like, "Yeah, you, you water from the eyes." I was like, "Oh, yep, that happens." But but then um, the one I got in when I got back to Perth because I had to get one on arriving and then on a, you know ten, day ten or something. Yep. They just touched the inside of my nose, like literally the bit, like I, 
you barely barely in the dark. Not even up, up not, the hole. Not knowing the schnoz at all. I was like, what the fuck? People, like, that's why Perth's got no COVID cases. Yeah. Because the test is just like, yeah, yeah, we just kind of swab around the ends, you know. Well, that's, that's like, actually a proper test because that's they only need to go up the nose if they're, like, lobotomizing you. Yeah, well, I got lobotomized in Torquay, so yeah. that was, that's done. So, I'm, I've checked in in Victoria. They'll know where I am. Right. Yeah, no, that's not a bad conspiracy. That's my COVID conspiracy. COVID, COVID conspiracies. What have you got? Have you got any more of these uh, stand-up ideas? Um, well, have we got a stand-up? <laughs> like, have we got five I've, minutes I've, of jokes here? Yet, I've actually got a stand-up uh, a bit that it's... Well, the thing with it, right, is it's a story. And I think that's the best for my own stand-up sort of stuff. And because you can... Do, I, I like to tell a story. So I'll be enthusiastic about it. I'll be into it. And there's little mini punchlines along the way. And it's funny. And then you there's a bit of a twist at the end. Yeah, and it, uh, yeah, it's and overt racism probably. No, not racist at all. Okay, no racism. Yep. No uh, racism. It's a bit gayest. What's that? It's not homophobic, um, but it. Uh, it's like it's like anti-gay is what you're saying. But it's not anti-gay. It just makes fun of the gays. It doesn't even make fun of the gays. So is it supportive? There's of a bit the of gays? anal play in there, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's supportive. Maybe I'm looking yeah, at so it wrong. it's actually supporting the, the LGBTQ yeah, awareness. Community. I'm I'm raising awareness yeah. about the. Yeah, old... I don't think you know what racism <laughs> is. It's <laughs> <laughs> supportive. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's good. Mm. Yeah. So it's. Pro- so are you going to tell this story? Is that what I'm you're not going to tell it on this podcast because I'd because oh. I think it needs actions and, and that that's what I think my best sort of. Stand up is so I'll save it because we, we talked with Cherto about being down here, and I was like, maybe we can get a little stand up. We'll do, go do an open mic, and I think that because it's just a story that I've slightly embellished, I could just rip that out without rehearsing or practicing because yep. it's just a yarn. You just tell a yarn, just tell a get yarn. up and tell a well, yarn. It's probably it's the, a bit loose. Yeah, I think that's probably a good place to start. Like yeah. it's a loose yarn with a punchline. Yep. So it's based on a true yep. story, but you've embellished it a little bit. Exactly. Like yep. most stories that you tell. Yeah, you don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Especially when yep. science is involved. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that that's... So, I'm, I'm saving that one because we might... Save it, it up because we, we would like to do it. Yeah. Um, oh, I've got the other one about my ex-girlfriend called Peggy, which wasn't her real name. And oh, like I thought it was her grandma's name because all, all her friends called her Peggy. Mm. And I was like... Oh, but oh, it must be her grandma's name. I met her grandma. It wasn't called Peggy. I was like, fuck, that's weird. Anyway, I found out why she's called Peggy and we're not dating anymore. <laughs> okay. Speaking of pegging, <laughs> I watched this. I've been re-watching The Sopranos and there's a pegging scene in what? season four of The Sopranos. So, Tony Soprano's sister pegs Ralphie. It's fucked. I had to fast forward it. It was so well, you couldn't watch it. Unwatchable. It's like the like the American History X scene with the yeah. mouth on the gutter. You go. You have to skip past it. I was hit the fifteen hectic. second, fifteen second. It was forty five seconds shit. of pegging. How, <laughs> season four. What did you What did you see? What sort of well, what so was the setup? It's like um, Ralphie's in the little spoon position, and she's sort of hovering over him in the big spoon position with a vibrator, jamming it. Oh, with a hand. With a hand. It's not strapped on. Is that not pegging? I'm not sure. When when you peg, I think I my understanding of pegging is that you, you'd it'd need to be with a strap on. With a strap on. And you'd be pretending to be the male with the fellas. 
rather than just inserting, that's just putting vibrators in asses. Do you want to come up with a name for our pretend producer who we asked to check things? <laughs> and like only people that listen to this episode will know it's fake, but okay. from now on we'll always refer to him. I, I'd like to go with Kevin because Kevin. that seems to be the standard. Kevin, like, can you just check, does pegging actually require a strap-on or is it, can it be any sort of... Um, does Kevin have a voice? No, Pe- Kevin, oh, he, he puts it. Put it on the screen. Put it on the screen for us, Kev. Just whack it up there. Is there pauses while Kevin Googles? <laughs> or do we have to keep talking amongst ourselves? <laughs> Kevin, the producer. Yeah, Kevin will come back with it. Okay. All right. Produced by Kevin. We must tag Kevin in the show notes. Yeah. I could start a fake Instagram account for Kevin. Yep. Yep. That'd be better. I'll, I'll find. We'll get Kevin Jobs as well as a podcast producer. I might actually. I'll, I'll find a real person and steal their identity, like legitimately take someone and I'll take their photos from their Instagram, like they're Catfish just going on holidays completely. with the family, like I'll proper just copy and paste every one of their photos yeah. and then we'll create a fake Kevin site. And Instagram, his little blurb will be yeah. producer of the amazing podcast, One Off The Wood. I'm going to do, do it. Because so, I think- um, now, Kevin, what, what's that? Oh, he's putting up on the screen now. Here we go. So, pegging is when a woman fucks a guy with a strap-on. So, it is strap-on. Ah, uh, okay. So, not quite a pegging scene. Thanks, Kev. Yep. Thanks, Kev. I'm, I'm, I will do that with the, the fake Instagram because it's not just hot girls that should get their, their Instagram profiles stolen. Should we get Kevin a credit card? <laughs> Fuck yeah. If we're going to steal someone's identity, we might as well. <laughs> I don't think it'd be that hard. It wouldn't be that hard. I've got a letter in, unsolicited letter in my my um mailbox in in um i was just gonna say my address then in perth <laughs> uh from the neighbor and i only know because i know her name that she lives in a unit sort of in the same block and it was the new school she was a, a person what are they not the not the mormons the um latter-day saints the 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 adventure ad, inventors Seventh days. Oh, seventh, seventh day yeah, no, Adventists. No, 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 it wasn't. Well, who were the ones that come to the door all the time? I thought they were Mormons. No, nah, not. Is it the Mormons? Well, either way, she, she sent, I've blocked it out clearly, but it was a, a photocopied letter addressed personally to me in my mailbox about, you know, the holiday season and then like potentially questioning is the, what? There was a fucking tagline on there about bees. The, the honeycomb is a very efficient way of uh storing honey was it invented or was it uh, created by like a higher power yeah what was it uh evolution or was it and then it's find out in a link to their website oh you can actually find the answer because like yeah. i think it's a reasonable question to ask like you know yeah evolution's a tough pill to swallow when you see some of the amazing stuff that's out there yeah wild but for them to think that they actually know the answer to that is mm. a bit of a stretch yeah pretty out there yeah did she say like dear was at the top no, I didn't say it was. No. It, it actually said Dear Neighbour because it was yeah. photocopied, but it was the envelope was addressed to, yeah. to me. Warren Hepworth. Fuck. Yep, that's it. Yeah. I'm in the phone book, I think. Yeah. Well, you should, maybe we should put your address out there and get some letters sent. I wanted to write a reply, but she left her address as her mum's address because I know who she is and I know her mum lives in Jundana and she wrote her mum's address so that we wouldn't come around to her house in Unit 8. Yep. You know who you are. She's out there doing God's work, man. I, I think might it's drop all a one good. off the wood magnet into a letterbox. Can I just say, like, getting right, letters is sick and getting 
unsolicited emails is awesome. We don't get as many as we used to, but our email address is one off the wood, number one off the wood at gmail.com. Send us emails. Just send us a story. Tell us what you're up to. Forward on your unsolicited Yeah. Mail. Try and convert us to whatever religion you're into. Like, we're open to it all. Number one off the wood at gmail.com. Or send us fucking Instagram DMs. We do get plenty of those. I see you replying to them. Oh, yeah. I reply to the DMs. Yeah. Was, if the, if, you're a couple, a, if you send the DMs, Was is generally replying, not Man, me. Man, we sold a few shirts and stubby holders in oh, the week before Christmas. So, shout out and thanks for those that purchased. And I got them all out. I got the tracking receipts and they all got out there before Christmas. So, shout out to people. A couple went to, uh, one to Queensland, one to New nice. South Wales, a couple in WA. I dropped one off. Uh, in someone's house Fremantle was that one yeah, yeah I didn't I got someone else to do it but Good. you know <laughs> that's fine yeah <laughs> you to turn up yourself dropping a t-shirt off the but guy. yeah no they, that was good we, we've Legends. actually got heaps of t-shirts left yeah I was going to say have we got any left we've got heaps of t-shirts left in limited sizes medium to extra large but I I'm not going to be home until Feb hopefully and yeah and I don't have any here so they're we'll do coming. another. We'll do another drive in Feb. If you we'll want a back. sticker, though, send us your address on the email. We'll just post you one for free because well, that's the kind of guys we are. Yeah, we're rich these days. Yep, we've got all the COVID money. Rich, <laughs> absolutely rich. Um, all right, more. Let's, have you got any more prefaces? Or are we rock no? Into I think these we tangents? let's move on from the tangents. The the tangents. Does this thing? The, the, does this uh, record thing? To how long have you gone for? for yeah. It? Oh, yeah. Cool. We're cruising. This, we're, we're cruising. We're, the whole the whole thing's a um, tangent, really, isn't it? Yeah. So look, I don't know. That was the shit stand up bits. Um, <laughs> look, you've actually put a note of the next thing here. Yeah. Six cold beers. Oh, mate, you're the hero. You oh, you told hero. me you're the oh, six cold you beer this. hero. Yeah. Well. My dad's got this little esky that fits about six cold beers in it. It's an esky brand esky too. Yeah, esky like brand esky. Yeah. And you can hear it. So oh, you, good you know seal. what it sounds like. But I've just, everywhere I've been turning up since I got this hazzy, I've tried to turn up with six icy cold beers and you're instantly the hero. Like I went mountain biking the other night, turned up, six icy cold beers in the boot of the car, uh, picked you up from the airport. Six icy cold beers in Bang. the boot of the car. Went and played basketball with some old high school mates last night. Six icy cold beers at the basketball court. Yep. It's, like, it's an easy thing to do and you become the automatic hero. Just so. a little esky. And it's a neat little, just fit six. It's a neat little package. Away she goes. Oh, fuck. I like that. That was how um, we, used to, we used to pick the boys up. Because when we first started hanging out in Victoria, yourself and Trav particularly very... Very um, it, you you were like very shy of the car drinking, like yeah, because it was illegal. I think it's illegal. Yeah, well, it wasn't in Victoria no. at the time. So no. in Tassie, you were hammered in. You cannot cannot drink in the car while you drive. But in Victoria at the time, you're still allowed to legally drink a beer and drive. So yeah, basically everywhere we went when you were over 21 years old, when you could drink and drive, we just have beers. So you pick boys up from the airport. Here's a beer. You're like, oh, we'll go and check the surf. Here's a beer. Like you just would roll around with one beer in the car, and it was fucking liberating. It was yeah. like the greatest thing since since been made illegal. But but I, when I've I carried on when I moved over 2010, it was still legal for about a year and a half. And yeah, same thing. Like you would drive down to Phillip Island. You wouldn't. You're not drinking to get pissed, but you drink two beers over the hour and a half drive down there. Perfect. And it makes the trip go quicker. 
Fuck, and it it's was, a good time in the car. Yeah, it's a good time. But it, we did um, when I drove around Australia. Actually, the first six months, Brad was twenty, so it was a bit hard because we'd have a beer and then I'd be driving the whole time. So yeah, we'd get pissed. We we made the mistake though. A little while in, we were, we're in Broome and they had um, Cascade Light, which I drank a bit growing up. And I was like, "We'll get a case of light beers because they're like less than one drink." Yep. And then before we got to wherever we were going from Broome, we drank the whole case. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a long drive, but still, ten hours times 0.7 standard drinks. Yeah. Times two people, case gone. Under the limit the Under whole the way. Under the limit the whole way. Drank a whole case of beers. And I was like, well, that was shit. So, and then I think we found um, Bundy rum 3.5s and they're like the driving rums because you want the one one can per per drink. So, yeah. one standard drink can. Then you just count the cans that are at your feet in the car and you know how many you've had yep. and who can drive. It's perfect. So, when Dan and I crossed the Nullarbor, we had a system where we'd drive... I can't remember if it was 100Ks or an hour each, but there and thereabouts. So you would, when you stop driving, you sit in the passenger seat and you'd drink a beer. Yep. And then you'd probably fall asleep for 20 minutes. Yeah. And then you'd wake up, drink a Red Bull, and then you'd swap. So, and you, we just did that all the way across the Nullarbor. Uh, <laughs> so you'd never end up. <laughs> this is pre podcast days. Yeah. The chat was horrible. <laughs> you'd be on the up or on the down. Yeah, it was. It's. It was a system that we came up with. It seemed to work. It got us over there. We nearly killed each other for the last day. But because um, <laughs> I much think we crashed out from the ups and downs. But <laughs> like you, you drink quite a few beers, but you stay sober because you're only doing one every two hours. Adrenal glands are just fucking <laughs> yeah, confused. Yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> so on off on off. Yeah, I can't believe in hindsight that's a pretty loose loose approach. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it makes sense though. We had um, traveling around Australia, so like. In this old 60 series, it was sick to drive. So you, you kind of wanted to drive. Driving wasn't a chore and we cruised yep. around at 85k an hour. Like even on the highways, it was it, we, our car had a top speed of 120, 121 and that was slightly down a hill out of Darwin. But we, we would just cruise around because it saved fuel. As soon as you got up to 95k an hour, it would just chew through the fuel. But we weren't in a rush. It didn't matter wherever we were. We weren't lost. Yep. So we're just cruising. So you kind of wanted to drive, especially on the four drive tracks. NFA. So we'd have the two hour was you like you're driving them. No one would drive for more than two hours unless the other person was pissed. So it was you just get your two hours and then you have to swap over. So it was kind of nice, you know, you evened it up and it didn't matter someone was tired or whatever. But then um, four wheel driving had a had a rule of three strikes and you're out. I think it was three. Yeah, it was definitely three strikes. So if you didn't get up a track. Like you, you had three cracks at it. The third go, if you couldn't get up that hill or round through the creek or something, you're out. Yeah. Fucking in Cape York, I got done twice. It was bullshit. <laughs> I like, I just got in as well. And like, you've been frothing to drive. And so you get in the car and it was like, you come out this creek and I got done within like five minutes one time. I was so pissed about it. <laughs> it was like third crack. And then I got out and Brad nailed it first go, just like gunned at this old poor old 60 just i think it's because i was not in the car at the time so it was you know it was an extra bit lighter but he's also seen you go three times so he's probably he's come up with a plan yeah he was laughing his ass off anyway got back in and the same thing i got done in the simpson desert as well like within probably half an hour of getting in the car and you've been sitting there two hours like frothing to drive through the simpson desert got stuck on a sand dune had to get towed over the hill but 
Brad got Brad got in because I got my caught my third strike. It's a good system. <laughs> Brutal. Two hours is good. Two hours is a neat time. It's not yeah. too long. Not and too like short. if you make rules like that, you got to stick to the rules. Yeah. You, like, rules. you wear it. It's your rules. You wear it. Yeah. Look, podcast. We've got a list of some tangents to chat through, and you know we've had tangent episodes, but a tangent is just some you know a subject to chat through life's just a whole tangent yeah I feel like we don't want to we want to keep it reasonably short today just this (laughs) is just a little little taster between Chrissy and New Year's for the people but um should we chat through a couple of tangents before we wind this up I don't know when these potties are going to come out but this this is a fun little session I'm going to try and get this one out um, whatever I've got a couple of weeks in Tassie yeah and it's this is and we're going to have you got the travelling setup. up were your my mates the porch hang down the Tasman Peninsula, Port Chang. Proper Port Chang episodes. Hopefully get a few people on. You could do a wedding podcast. You could walk around the wedding. I was thinking I'll set up a booth. I'll just sit here with the recorder and a spare mic and people will come over and I'll kick them out. We'll start a rule. You get five <laughs> minutes. That's it. Five minutes and then you're out. Go get, go get someone else. That could be a pretty funny memento to yeah. have, even and if it doesn't get put out. I might actually do that. And then we'll have people come past. I'll have a quick little chat. Who are you? What are you doing? Think. Actually, here's something that got me frothing. So, Christmas, Christmas, like it's a funny one. It's a bit, a bit, uh, like I don't. Know, I feel like I'm an adult and I shouldn't be like a bit sad about being by myself because I'm quite happy by myself. I like yep. to do things by myself. But Christmas Eve, spent it by myself. Yeah. Had a kind of a day at work. Finished at four o'clock instead of early. And anyway, got home and my my um grandma had taken a bunch of VHS you know, proper old school videos. Yep. And she'd, my mum had got them put onto digital somehow and then I taught her how to up them. Like, you can imagine me trying to teach mum how to use Google Drive. Fun. Fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then, uh, anyway, so she's got them on Google Drive. So I was downloading them to get an extra copy and whatever. And I watched one of them and it was my grandpa's 70th birthday party, surprise party, at my parents' place in Wheels Hill. And it was fucking really cool. Like I was seven years old and yeah, right. grandpa passed away two years after that. So I was like, I don't have a memory of his voice. And it was quite sick to like see my dad, who's my age now, doing a speech and like, you know, introduced to my grandpa and he said, thank you. And then the funny, the, the bit that got me frothing was Nana was behind the camera most of the time and she was talking like as she'd see each person, she'd be like, oh, and this is Andy. Say hi, Andy. And this is Mel. And she actually went through the people's names. And because as a seven-year-old, I recognized the people. But I was yeah. like, fuck, who's this guy? And like, who's that person? So it was really cool to have all of those people like kind of named. So she yeah. had the, the wherewithal to... Yeah. So that this is actually a, a record. Yep. Of, yeah. So 30, 30 years later, because it's 1990... I think it was 1991 or 1992. So watching it... I actually really enjoyed it. And then I took that into Christmas Day and I was saying to Gav, who's got, you know, two young kids, one of them's only a couple of months old. And I kind of like did a video like that and sent it to them and, and said, introduced each person because there's a couple of people that I just met on the day. Yep. And like in two years time, you're probably like, who the fuck's that guy? Yeah. But in 20 or 30 years time, when he's looking at videos of his kids, instead of having these 15 second clips of, Oh, you know, like a little, little oh, they're, they're jump, you're jumping into the pool. Like it means nothing in fucking 30 years. But if you do a minute video and walk around and say hi to people. Who are you? And, who are yeah. you? And what are you doing here? 
Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't wouldn't, do that. wouldn't that be interesting to go back to different Christmases and different times when you're a kid? Yeah. It was, oh, like, it was cool. oh, that's right. I remember when some random guy yeah, came. That's, and... that's who Was was dating then. Yeah. <laughs> she was a spud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'll, um, that's really cool. Very cool. So I'm, oh, I'm going to do that at the wedding. Do it. That's my. So are you going to do it with, with this setup? Just a pod setup? Or? Yeah, yeah. I'll take this and I'll, yeah. I'll have a little station and I'll get someone on and then they have to go and nominate somebody else to come over. I like it. And then. I like the idea. Minutes. We come up with good ideas all the time. <laughs> yeah, we won't do this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more about the idea than the execution yeah, exactly. on this podcast. Exactly. But here we are. It's a sweet idea. Um, here's a tangent. Uh, Go. Balloon bans. WA is banning single-use plastic, which includes balloons. Yep. Do you remember as a grommy? Like I'm outraged. Balloons. We used to release balloons. Grand final. Boom. All of the balloons. I think my last year 12, our first week of school, we got onto the Oval and they were like, welcome to year 12, write your hopes and dreams on a bloody card, attach it to a balloon, we're going to send it into the air. That's how they thought it worked. Now, now <laughs> That's how you get the message to God. The messages yeah. go out. We did it and I remember at the time thinking, this is actually quite a lot of litter. Like, hey, where's this going? Because yep. I know it's not going to my future. So I guess... I've just had a thought like the problem with balloons is that they float off into the air and they end up in the ocean or something right yeah so they generally don't go into the bin yeah but like do you reckon in Perth is there more balloons being used or the plastic around spaghetti number one so you know well, you know um, like, like your standard oh, 101 spaghetti yeah, yeah the standard spaghetti, yeah, yeah. The standard spaghetti yeah how many standards which is in a plastic wrapper uh-huh, uh-huh, how, uh-huh. In, on the supermarket shelf how many of them a day are going out versus how many balloons these I, days you spaghetti yeah way the, more fucking way more. spaghetti yeah yep. well here we are banning balloons what in the fuck what well you need a solution because spaghetti's nutritious put it in a, a cardboard meal. box you, you need yeah you need a, a wax based paper that well, you, keeps you can, it you can buy it in cardboard but you can buy it in cardboard but I think the, the, okay. the as I had that thought I was like well the difference is the plastic from the spaghetti goes in the bin which goes into landfill the balloon ends up in a turtle's ends up mouse. in a upper turtle's uh, fucking <laughs> nostril <laughs> yeah but let's be real they all end up up a turtle's fucking rectum at some (laughs) point so I just don't think because I think culturally balloons are important kids love balloons for parties spaghetti number one it's not a cultural fucking thing. Italians, I, write to us. One, this is another the reason. One off why, the wood at gmail.com. Italian people, write, write to us. <laughs> You're outraged. I just think we could put spaghetti number one in a different container yeah. and, and solve a much bigger plastic issue than banning balloons. It's another reason why Mark McGowan is a full-blown fuckwit. Like, <laughs> he's focusing on the wrong things. Shut the borders, ban balloons. Oh, he's doing a good job. He's got our best interests at I, I can't stand walking out of the supermarket with... Like my fucking armful of groceries, I've got twelve items. I went in for three things. I've walked out with twelve. I'm like, I'm a fucking hero walking yeah. across the street because I haven't got a plastic bag because I'm a fucking hero. But everything in my arms, apart from the zucchini, is wrapped in fucking plastic. Well, imagine in the future <laughs> the where there is no plastic and you're just holding loose spaghetti number one. <laughs> yeah. it's stuffed in my pockets. We're gonna yeah. spaghetti <laughs> stuffed in every We're gonna, cargo pocket. pants are coming yeah. back. We need you've to got, invest in you've cargo got pants. A key of raw mints just in your hand <laughs> yeah like 
Plastic's fucking useful. I want to shop at Whole Foods where like, you know, you know, Whole Foods, it's bring your own jar in or your container yeah, yeah, yeah. and you weigh yeah. your container and then you, yep. yeah. But I just want to walk in and Whole Foods weighs me. I like get on the scales and then <laughs> fill your pockets. And then I walk in, fill my pockets and, and they weigh me on the way out. And it's just an average of what you've just got the here. Average, yeah. The problem with that, you go into you can't be still. thrifty because you're paying the average. No, you can because you walk in with a full bladder, you piss in the corner. You piss yourself. <laughs> just, That's you, stealing though. No, it's not. Oh, no, it's not. Because I've I've walked out, I've declared what I have, they've weighed me and I've left. So you walk in, you piss and shit in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what else you do? You run laps, so you sweat and sweat and sweat and yeah. fill your pockets with I fill it and walk the fuck out of there. Exactly. <laughs> this is some futuristic supermarket that doesn't exist. Plastic you, free that, though. Yeah, that we you just invented. Free. And you're shitting and pissing in the corner. Yeah. It's a better place to live. It's a better place to live because there's more turtles around. Yeah. And less oil companies. Big oil. We're dead with big oil. <laughs> Okay. That's the balloon ban, yeah? Yeah. Um, I think banning balloons is the wrong thing to do. That's my stance. I've got uh, another tangent for you. Daylight robbery. So, the other day, I was skateboarding. <laughs> I skateboarded. Have you taken up skateboarding again? Because that's a bad idea. <laughs> I skateboarded heaps in the last two weeks. But it's not... It's... It, it's um. So, I've discovered by accident that it's the best thing for my hammy rehab. Okay. So, I've had this fucked hammy for over 12 months. But skateboarding, the, the physio gave me this bullshit exercise where I stand on my left leg, I lean on my right shoulder against the wall in a half squat, and I've got to do that. Boring. Which is basically skateboarding. I had this yeah, epiphany, yeah. and I'm like, skateboarding, you're standing on one leg, you're doing little micro squats, and you're going sideways because you've got to keep the balance on the trucks. Yeah. So I was like, fuck me. So I skateboarded to work, and then I kept doing that, and my hammy, within two weeks, I'm like, I'm back. Incredible! You should start your own physio. I know functional. My physio. knee is cooked at the moment. Do you think skateboarding will fix it? Yes. Let's done, do it. Done. Let's go to Taruta Skate Park <laughs> yeah. tomorrow and fix my knee. We're on there. <laughs> so I actually had a little skate at YMCA Skate Park. I was in the half pipe in the mini ramp last night. After was it a fun few to years. stay there? It was. It was fun at the. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We get. Yeah. We get uh, yeah. They um. Anyway, the so skateboarding. Uh, uh, that, sorry, I've got a tangent on a tangent, but oh, I was skateboarding. The back. double tangent. We're going deep. <laughs> so I, I I was skateboarding home from work, doing my physio, and I was kind of rolling. You know the the tiles in town in all towns are sick to skate on, but they're all smooth. So they're smooth, smooth, but you get the sound. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so I was doing that, which is good because it kind of warns people you're coming. Anyway, up ahead, I'm watching, and there's. Two guys, they didn't look like the most savoury people. They pushed a bin against sweet a, against a yeah, non non savoury, very spicy. Un-savory. And they uh, they had um, uh, it was like a, one of those street signs, but it has a little parking sign on top, so it's only a small sign on top of it. You okay. know, like an A four sheet sort of paper. Anyway, they pushed a bin against it, and I'm like, what's going on here? One guy gets on the bin. The other guy picks up one of those electric scooters that everybody's got these days Yeah, that's chained to the pole. They lift it up, up on the pole, lift it over the top of the pole, and then the guy gets on it and just disappears. Thieves it. Thieves, Thieves the scooter. Fuck. And the other guy who's left is running. Chase him? Well, I was on a skateboard, so I was already had some momentum up, and I'm thinking, I've just witnessed a crime. I'm looking around. 
Nobody's nobody's flinched. Like everybody's seen it. No one's flinched. No one's doing a thing. I've pulled my phone out, taken a photo. I'll show you in a bit. I've got. Yep. I'm like, fuck. I'm going to take a photo of this. Like, I, neighborhood watch. How are they doing this? It was 5 p.m. midweek, so people everywhere, right outside the train station on on uh, William Street in Perth. I'm like, all right, I'm onto this. I'll I'll follow this guy. So I started following him. Anyway, quite he, he cuts through 140 where we had a beer once upon a time with your mate from work. Yep. And oh, I yep. spot him and he takes his top off. He had a white shirt on. So he's pulled the white shirt off to disguise as he's run through. But I've gone around the outside, met up with him in the mall. And I'm thinking, I'm on here. Yeah. Like, And then at the same time, I'm thinking, what am I going to do? Yeah, it's not my like, scooter. Why do I give a fuck? Why do I give a fuck? <laughs> well, which I was like, well, no one else has done anything. I'm going to do something. I'm not sure what I was going to do. Karate anyway, kick. the guy gets close to me and I've cut him off because he's now walking because he thinks he's got away with it. Yeah. And I'm on the skater and I pull up this far away from him, two meters from him. And this guy was fucking scary looking, like neck tats that went up to his yeah. face, two knee braces, had a bit of a limp. He had no skin in the game. He did not give a fuck about life. And I had no cares for this scooter. All no. of a sudden, I realized why no one else had done anything earlier. Because he's a crackhead who would probably stab you. He, he, he He's just stolen a scooter in broad daylight. This guy broad daylight. is a loose, loose unit. <laughs> yeah. And, and here's me just left my finance job on a skateboard yeah. thinking I should do something about this. Nothing. I did nothing. You did nothing. I kind of gave him a little nod. Nice scooter, mate. <laughs> no, no the scooter was gone because his mate had it. He was just walking around town pinging, looking for his mate. Yeah. Broad daylight robbery. No one cared. No, and I think... In the end, neither did I. <laughs> Well, then at the same, the people that ride the scooters around, fuck them as well. Like, <laughs> I don't care for them. What should they be riding? It's a good solution. Yeah. Carbon neutral? No, you're right. I'll take it back. But what are you going to do? Yeah, you're not going to chase some down. It's like chasing someone out of the supermarket or if you work at a petrol station, you, they cheap, let them run. Because you just get away with anything. Some, like, you don't want some crackhead just stabbing you because you chase be... down someone else's scooter. Exactly. Not worth it. Not worth it at all. Good story though. I'm glad. I like the like the vigilante oh. aspect of it because that's the fun part. Is like following. I was on the scooter. The altercation had- at the end. Just don't do that bit. Nah. We've talked about this in another podcast where you just stalk people for no reason to see if you can. <laughs> we never did a follow up to that. You told me you're like just follow someone on the freeway, and and no shit, we did it that next week. But I never oh, on the gave freeway. You the you did it. On the freeway, I was more about the shopping center. <laughs> on foot, well, we were talking about it. We'd oh, that's right. We're saying you're going to follow someone all the way home. And we did. And I was like, that one there. Who's we? Well, I think it was Slats. Okay. No, it was Slats. It definitely was Slats. And Someone who probably wanted surfing. to be somewhere. He's like, well, hang on. Well, I'll take you home, but I just need to follow a random person on the freeway home. So, we were talking about it and we spotted it was a, a like a little wagon, but it had a um, like a washing machine in the back of the wagon, like a small Camry wagon or something. I was like, that's it. Where is this person going? They've collected this washing machine. Are they moving house? Who are they? What are they doing? I was like, we're going to follow this person. And then they took the turn off that we needed to take. Handy. And I was like, that's it. We're on. We need to know where this person's going because they can't be going too far. Yeah. So we followed them. <laughs> and where'd they go? <laughs> back, to their, back to their house on Kimberley Street. Yeah, what they uh, do with the washing West machine? West Leaderville. Well, they obviously moving house. So we'd kind of like did a blocky and then did another one back past just to see what was happening. And they were just they were just there at a house 
dropping off. The funny <laughs> thing, moving the house, funny thing to me about this is that the person, the other person in the car with you, there's no <laughs> way they were invested in this like you <laughs> no. were. So you just fucking went through. <laughs> yeah. I just, I know this person's sort of agreeing with you. So should, should we, nah, we'll go around the block again to see what he's doing. Uh, okay, was I guess we'll go around the block again. It was we just <laughs> followed someone home like a fucking psychopath. <laughs> you told me to do it. Uh, sometimes I go past Kimberley Street and I wonder. I wonder what they're up to. Did the washing machine continue yeah. to work? Had they moved into the house. Yep. Did it work out for them? Yep. I'll knock on the door. I ended up paying someone to move my washing machine because it's just I couldn't get it down the stairs without. What is, with a dolly trolley? I would have needed the, the gear and stuff. Oh, you're like so, four levels up. Yeah. So I yeah, good good I move. Got on Air Tasker. A couple of dudes came around, took my fridge, took my couch, took my took my washing machine. Cost oh, like two hundred bucks. <laughs> Air Tasker. Yeah, Air Tasker. There's a job for get you. Get people to do things that you don't want to do. You know how many offers I got to do this job? Really? Like twenty five. What what was the job specific? What was the your job? Ad? So sell it to me. Uh, so there's a fridge, a washing machine. They need to go from my house to a storage unit. You got to get them down a pretty fucked up staircase. Did you write that? Yep, I took <laughs> photos of the staircase and everything. Good because they like detail. And yep. also, I've got a couch, and I want it on the nature strip yep. because no one's buying couches because there's no backpackers in Australia at the moment, so you can't sell shit. Yep. Uh, and then I go, yeah, these dudes came and did it. But we've got offers, 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 offers galore. How did you select the right person uh, for the task? They, I think they wrote, we have, they had a smaller van, not a truck. So I thought that'll fit in the driveway better. And they said, we've got two strong men. Ooh. And they had lots of good reviews. So it's like, you see the reviews. Good reviews. But the strong men really got me over the line. I was like, <laughs> I wouldn't mind a couple of strong men come around and <laughs> emasculate me in front of my <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> fiance. Yeah, fiance, sorry. <laughs> oh, you, you can't move this down the stairs yourself. No, sir. Were there a few people that you thought, I'd like to give this person a crack just to see if they can do it? But yeah, knowing like, they couldn't. Go, oh, I've got a Mitsubishi Express, and it's just me. But we'll, you know, I'll make it happen for one forty. Who are these people? <laughs> so uh, you paid? Do you paid a premium to I, get the two people? Because there was no. There was I, a cheaper I paid person. what I offered. All oh, right. Okay. So you yeah. set the price, which was about two hundred. We should bucks. get some air tasks done in in Hobart. Is it big? Yeah, uh, I haven't tried it in Hobart, but like, I think it's. It's a race to the bottom with Airtasker because yeah. basically if you undercut everyone, you you probably get the job. But there's a point where it's not worth it. Yeah, that's how yeah. open markets work. Yeah, you end up mowing Efficiency. lawns for a dollar sort of thing. Yeah, but then, you know, no one does it for a dollar, so it's $2. Yeah. <laughs> but you want to do it to get good reviews. When I set up my Airbnb, I did that. I had it like $30 a night just yeah. to get good reviews. And you like deliberately didn't sneak into their room at night and went yeah. next to them. Nah. nah, I just took photos of them to go next to their review. Yeah, yeah, sleeping. And yeah. It's made good. sure they you, use the bathroom you, appropriately so and stuff. You, know? you posted photos back to them. Yeah, <laughs> thanks like, for your look, stay. Looks like you had a good time. You slept like a baby. Here's a photo of you sleeping. <laughs> Here's an audio recording of your yeah. dreams that I took. <laughs> just on, what were you dreaming on about? Dream you Tasker <laughs> app, yeah. Dream Recorder app. <laughs> Is, I like to do that. It's part of the service. It's yeah, the full service. Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a record of your time narrated by my nana. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. This is Andy and Mel on their honeymoon. <laughs> Sleeping. Sleeping. <laughs> Look at them. They're so happy together. Pegging. No, no. We've since learnt from Kevin. It's not pegging. 
unless it's attached and strapped on. Should we wind this up? Or have you got something that you really need to get out? No, we chest? can wind it up. There's plenty of things to talk about. I'm hoping the next podcast we're going to have people involved. Yeah, I think so. so. It'll be people I think we can get a couple more over the next couple of weeks. Um, but this has been fun. And it's fucking good to do it face to face. Oh, it's so much it's better, better face to face. The speed, the banter. The, the lack of delay, <laughs> waiting. And consider the last the one we did on Zoom. Like the audio quality on the last one was shit because we did it on Zoom. Yeah. But as you'd know, as an avid listener, we try to bring you the best audio quality we can. But sometimes three people, three different cities, it's fucking impossible. So what are we going to listen to? Finish this one off. Uh, I was loving my own playlist on Spotify, my own um, 20 songs. That's what I put on New Year's Eve when I was a bit lonely. I was like, I'll put on my top songs Your favorite from song, 2020 there. according to Spotify, which I didn't realize were my favorites. There's quite a few in there that were good, but what what's on your? Well, no, no, give us yours because no, talk through. We'll go through because right. before we do, I caught up with old high school mates yep. last night. A couple I haven't seen in 15 years, and I gave them some of my favourite songs from now, and they could not hack it at all. What? You, what? Like because they were new music, and they're still listening new to music, Grinspoon, and new genre. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I was like, "Come the on, you've got to have open mind here." Like, yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. But, well, you can have a choice then. Well, work your way down the list. Okay. Let's so, find one that we uh, that we like. So the top songs of 2021 that we have on my Spotify is this is this on plays number of plays? I think is so. It, you, uh, it must be done by that. But the amount of times you've played it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, I World on Fire by Stick Figure, which we've played no, hang on the body on. before. Wait, wait, wait. Give us a look at how you're doing this. You go to um, on Spotify and it's like your go to your library. And it's a new playlist that's under your... Oh, I don't know if it's in order, though. That's the only thing. Oh, mine seems like it. I reckon it's in order. Don't they have the... Just the... It's the deeper you go down. There you go. 2021. That's you. Click on that big green screen. Oh, it is in order. Okay. All right. So, I've got... Talk to me. World on Fire by Stick Figure. Number one played song, is it? Number one, I think because I went through a month there where I was just fully into it. So Stick Figure. It would go repeat. We've played that on the pod though already. We've played it. Yep. And I think because when you get in the car and I'd be like, boom, play that. And then obviously I was doing short car trips. Yep. So yeah, hence why. There's, there's excuses for why these get good runs. But then Bad Dream Baby, September 87. Mixtape number one, I think that's yep. on. We've played it Fucking on the pod. song. Mixtape one, check it out. Awesome song. Israelites, Desmond Decker. Oh, the Israelites. Get up in the morning, <laughs> slaving for bread. So with every, every man can be fed. Oh, the Israelites. Um, but that, what's the guy's name? Fucking Benny Beer Farm. From, Benny from the Beer Farm. One, One of, of the, the loosest <laughs> fucking podcasts we've done by a mile. Yeah. Um, and he's not come back because he... He thought he was too loose. It's not our fault. He was a bit embarrassed because he was... A, he wasn't embarrassed because Benny doesn't get embarrassed, but he was fucking loose, as was I. Things got rowdy. We cut a lot out of that. A lot of screaming that I had to edit out. There's dogs barking. There was like... <laughs> it was good though. Like, that's what you want in a podcast. That was the beginning of COVID when you were in... So, I'd, I'd hidden in Margaret River and everyone else was like, yeah. we're wearing masks and we're locked down. I was like, well, I've moved to Margaret River for two months. And Gen- that was one of the most genius things you've done. One of the best moves I've done in the last few years. So, yeah, that was a loose time. Already played. Already played. Nullarbor, Floodlights. Fuck, that's a good song. 
I love the Nullarbor, and that song is a cracker. All, also, all these songs are I on. It's probably because they're on the on the podcast playlist. So if you look up one off the wood, the podcast playlist on Spotify, you get all these songs that we've played, and there's some fucking crackers in there, like Nullarbor, Floodlights. So those top four, uh, Fishing in the Dark, Nitty Gritty Band. Scarlet Begonias by Sublime. We played on the last did we? tape. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Simple Ben, real long song. Did we play that? Because that is that, that we might have actually played it on the last mixtape. Okay, because that song is because that's from the that's everything Morning of the Earth soundtrack. Yeah, no, we've played it. Okay, um, the the seed roots. So you're getting the point here. Well, they're all old songs and they're all basically from the players. From ones we've played. So is yeah. there anything there that we haven't played if you go down? Um, Chet Faker made it on there. Whatever tomorrow. I don't know how. It's a bit weird. But he made it on. And then you're into like Dreams, Fleetwood Mac. Teddy Bears, Yours to Keep. They're basically all from our playlist. But it was good. It was a fucking good playlist. Well, Let, let me check mine then and see if there's anything on there that we haven't actually played. So, Riverina Kid, William Crichton, we played. Dawlish Son by Minnie the Sloth, former guest of the show, we've played. I've got that on mine as well. Oh, Water Water by the Ben Smith Band with Megs. We have not played. Okay, that that's, could be it. That's ben Smith is a Melbourne musician. Megs is a violinist from Mount Hotham. That's a pretty cool song. Should I play that? Yeah, let's give that a ride. Right on. All right. Well, hooroo, but it's not hooroo for too long because I'll no. probably see you tomorrow. And we'll do another one soon. Hooroo. In situ. Oh, Water Water um, featuring Megan Thompson by the Ben Smith Band. You. Oh, the Isabelites. Just not mine to take Water, water everywhere But not a drop to drink Cause he's still in love with you And you're still in love with him Water, water everywhere But not a drop to drink Please don't fall for me Cause everyone wins Find it hard to live a lie Well, I can't disguise what I'm feeling For too long I'll come undone And everything I work for will just fall around my feet You see, your man, he's still holding on That's something I respect If it means a lot to me Water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink Cause he's still in love with you, and you're still in love with him Water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink Please don't fall for me, cause everyone will see People in this town that'd love to see us fall 
So be careful who you tell Cause you just can't trust them all Water, water everywhere But not a drop to drink Cause he's still in love with you And you're still in love with him Well I won't open up this door Cause I know what lies Water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink Cause he's still in love with you, and you're still in love with him Water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink Please don't fall for me, cause everyone will see People in this town that would love to see us fall So be careful who you tell, cause you just can't trust them all Water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink Cause he's still in love with you, and you're still in love with him Well I won't open up this door, cause I know what lies You're still in love with Yeah, you're still in love with him